Are you ready for a break? Does a week-long retreat sound great? Well, friends, you're invited to a retreat. I have partnered with some amazing friends, and we share our hearts at the Come Away, My Beloved Retreat. This is your invitation to overcome your obstacles and become the powerhouse that you are designed to be. You will not want to miss this, and we are recording so you don't have to. Join us all from the comfort of your home on your time and download the videos to watch whenever you need encouragement. Go to mediaangels.com forward slash moms retreat for more information. That's mediaangels.com forward slash M-O-M-S-R-E-T-R-E-A-T. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey friends, welcome. This is an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms, and today I have a special guest on the line for you. But first I want to tell you what we're going to discuss and also where you can get today's show notes, and they are going to be chock full of great information, so you're going to want to grab those notes. So go to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. And look for today's topic, Simple Ways to Teach Health and Homeopathy to Kids. And today, my special guest is Paola Brown. Welcome, Paola. Hi, Felice. Thanks for having me. Well, I am super excited to bring you on as a guest because we have a bit of history. Um, In 2019, uh, you approached me about helping you with your novel. And for those of you listening, one of the other hats I wear besides uh, podcaster and um, you know, creator of some networks and some of the other things, curriculum that I've written. One of the, the things I do that I absolutely love to do um, is to be a content editor. And, um, you know, really, pa- Paola, you made the job easy for me because one of the things I loved was the topic. So I've used homeopathy for many, many years um, and a little bit of history is that um, I was really ill and medicine makes me sick. So one of the things is mm-hmm. I'm deathly allergic to penicillin. Um, and so, you know, like, like I could stop breathing. So, I mean, it's just, you know, like little minor things like that, that I can't take medicine. So I kind of had to look for an alternative to that. And, um, and it worked really well for me and my family. And so I looked into it and it wasn't until I read uh, Paola's book for the kids, <laughs> her her um, big literature curriculum, which is Teach Me Health and Homeopathy, which encompasses the whole thing. Did I really understand it and get it? And so I just want to thank you so much for writing it in a clear um, manner that I could understand. So um, I'm excited to talk about this curriculum. So first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself and your family. 
Sure. You know, I think I have similar um, background. I think most of us that come to natural health and um, to homeopathy in particular, we've tried kind of the conventional way and it wasn't working out for us, like you were saying, and you, you have to go find the better option. So for me, I was diagnosed with um, multiple autoimmune diseases um, many years ago, and I was bedridden, very sick, uh, emaciated, just so, so thin. And um, I tried, oh my gosh, I tried. I went to the best of the best doctors, flew all over the country, went to the Mayo Clinic, spent a few weeks there. Nobody could help me. Then I switched to like chiropractic and acupuncture and herbs and all of those things I think are really, really wonderful, really great. I learned a lot about natural health and it kind of moved the ball in the right direction for me. But it wasn't until I found homeopathic medicine which is not synonymous with herbs and essential oils. It's its own system of natural medicine. It wasn't until I found homeopathic medicine that it, was, it became a game changer for me and I began to progress leaps and bounds. And I'm very, very thankful to have found homeopathy. So, you know, when I was thinking about my children and, you know, I struggled to fight and get my health back, which I have it now. And I wanted to make sure that I could pass that knowledge down on my kids because you know, the th interesting thing is, Felice, I grew up, I was born in Brazil, we immigrated to the U.S., and my parents knew we wouldn't have health insurance when we moved. And so my mom brought with her a homeopathy kit. Homeopathy is pretty popular, especially in um, Europe and in foreign countries. My mom brought a kit with her. And then when my dad finally graduated college, got a full-time job um, at a, you know, at a firm, um, she threw out her kit because she was like, oh, we now have real, you know, like conventional medicine. We have insurance. I don't mm -hmm. need to rely on this anymore. And that's when my health started to decline from, you know, all the conventional drugs, unnecessary antibiotics, overuse of um, some of these drugs. And so kind of that knowledge was lost. There was a break from my mom to me, you know, she didn't know how to pass that right. down. Then I rediscovered it, regained my health. And I want it. I want kids to have this. And I think the sooner you learn this, the better it is for your health because your health really is better when you set it up the, as young as possible. So. Uh, I agree. I agree because uh, you know the, the little kids, like my daughter's children, um, they already understand how well this works for them. And it was a harder sell for my older kids because they just think you're weird because it's yeah. unconventional. <laughs> and you, you yeah. mentioned something to me that I thought was really interesting. You went to an international conference where you got to meet some of the authors of some of the books that you um, read or learned from. And you said that yeah. you would approach these guys um, and share that yeah. story. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, um, there's just these amazing homeopaths all over the world. Um, you know, Dr. Peter Fisher um, was the, 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 physician for the Queen of England. He's a medical homeopath. So I've, I've in, my, um, in my life experience, I've been able to travel a lot and meet a lot of different professional homeopaths. And I was sitting having dinner with them once, and I just was like tickled that I could be with all these amazing people. And I said to them, so do your children just kiss the ground you walk on because you raise them with homeopathy and like they never had to resort to antibiotics or just rarely or, you know, to these chemical drugs that have, you know, pretty hefty side effects. So I'm like, do they just adore you? And one homeopath looked at me and she was like, my son just took a round of antibiotics today. He's, you know, in college, he's, you know, 27 years old or whatever. And, um, he just thinks I'm a crazy person. And I just thought, oh my gosh, if these amazing homeopaths who get this are having a hard time passing this knowledge down to their kids, then, you know, how much harder is it going to be for me 
who um, I'm not a homeopath, you know, I'm, I'm a mom who's passionate about this. So how am I, you know, and so that's when I, it triggered my thought, you know, I need to create a system to make this easier on parents to create opportunities and an environment where that learning is introduced to their children. Because it's one of those things that if you don't consciously like try and do it, you forget about it. So I wanted to create a system that makes it easy to open and go and do it and teach it to your kids. Mm -hmm. So as we're recording this, uh, Paola, it is, um, you know, 2020 and it's actually February. This uh, podcast is going to be episode 394. Um, and so it is going um, out before your book is, is actually ready and available, but we wanted to let people know about this. And so if they're interested in learning more about your curriculum or, um, you know, getting a copy when it is available. Um, can you please share? I know you have a very active Facebook page as well, and we'll have those links in the episode. So that will be vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, episode 394, Simple Ways to Teach Health and Homeopathy. Um, but go ahead and share your Facebook group um, that they can find and as well as your website. Great. So you can go on Facebook. My first name is Paola, which is a Brazilian name. So P like Paul, A-O-L-A, -A, Paola Brown's homeopathy. My last name is Brown. I married an American. So Paola Brown's, you know, apostrophe S homeopathy. That's my Facebook page. And I post really valuable stuff. Um, I love my Facebook community where we we, um, we have a good time over there. So definitely follow there because I share a lot of great sneak peeks. And then my website is paolabrown.com, P-A-O-L-A brown.com. And that's where you can sign up to my email and be the first to know I am going to offer introductory pricing when this comes out. Um, so yeah, you guys should do that. Right. And, then I, and I'll, I'll, I'll periodically offer some deals and some discounts, you know, um, throughout the year. So definitely sign up to that email. Yeah, and that's always important, you know, um, and, and always check your spam because my daughter was telling me I have these uh, planners that are going out for the year of 2020 that are um, based on character qualities. And so um, she said to me, I thought you were sending those out. And I said, yeah, I did. And so she called me today and she said, mom, they were in spam and I, I read your, you know, email. So if my own daughter is getting my stuff is put in, being put in spam. So I think, you know, the email systems are getting very vigilant, but sometimes a little bit too much. So always check. Right. So when you sign up or you, um, you know, join something, make sure that you check that spam folder because this is, this is really going to be great. So um, quickly share the different components and, and you have kids. So for, first of all, tell us about, you know, um, cause you're not even living stateside right now. You, you're, oh. um, yeah, so where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from Budapest. My husband's work has us out here expat for a few years. And so I do homeschool my children and I have a really good age span, I think, to be, I'm in a really great season of life to write this curriculum because I've got my older son who's 12, then I have my 10-year-old, and I have my little girl who, my seven-year-old, well, actually just turned eight. So I have a good age span to kind of think about those different age groups and how to connect. Um, one of the things I really wanted to do for parents is I want to be able to teach one darn lesson, just one lesson, and I want all age groups to have a leveled assignment that they can all instantly do at the same time so you're not teaching three lessons. You know, because it's not like math where you have to teach a different right. lesson to 
depending on the age I wanted. Health is kind of, you know, egalitarian. We all need to learn it. We're just at different stages in life where we can um, absorb different pieces of information. So I have, you know, one lesson and then the three leveled worksheets for each age group. So. All right. And so um, let's talk about the novel first. And I loved it. This one um, is, you know, a labor of love on your part and mine. Yes. <laughs> because we went yes. Yeah. So it's um, Evie and the Secrets of Small Things. And that is, um, it is actually a novel, but you use that novel as the basis of your curriculum. So um, share with us a little bit about that, that book. Well, Evie and the Secret of Small Things is a story about a little girl named Evie whose grandma comes into town to visit and everybody gets stricken with the flu. And, you know, this is kind of a little historical fiction because this is what happened to our family once where we had this big family reunion, which is what Evie's having. That's why grandma comes into town and everybody comes down. We, we joked that it was the Black Plague and I call it the Black Plague as a joke in, this, in the book, but everyone got really sick and grandma bounces back quicker than everyone else. And grandma has some skills, and some tools to help everybody start feeling better a little quicker, but she's not using the conventional method. And that really interested Evie. And so Evie goes on this journey of discovery. And Grandma, you know, we kind of set the foundation of um, homeopathic medicine, which is just broadly natural medicine. So this really is great if you're interested just in natural medicine broadly and you don't know much about homeopathy. That first chunk of the book really kind of sets the foundation. We talk about terrain theory, about how it's not about killing disease. It's about empowering the body to make you resistant to disease or to overcome it more quickly. So Evie goes through this really interesting journey with grandma learning about food and diet and um, why we should avoid conventional medicine and help the body learn to fight disease on its own instead of suppressing illness. And then in the second half of the book, grandma goes home because Christmas is over and New Year's is over. She goes home and Evie is pretty sad because um, she learned a lot about the foundational principles of homeopathy. What is it? How does it work? Where does it come from? Why does it work? But then that was it, and Grandma had to go. And then her grandpa comes into town, and Grandpa Levi is a Brazilian dad, just like mine, <laughs> and he um, begins to teach her about the individual medicines of homeopathy. How do you pick them, how to use them, and we center it around kind of accidents, like, you know, if you you know, sprain your ankle or, you know, those kinds of injuries. And Arnica Montana, a lot of y'all have heard of Arnica Montana, may not have even realized that that is homeopathic. But, you know, that's one of the first remedies that um, Evie uses and learns about. And so um, Arnica is the premier remedy for bumps, bruises, and injuries. And I really tried making this um, curriculum, Felice, really holistic and complete. So uh, mm -hmm. we actually have like memory work music that goes with it. It's not just the book. You have the teacher's manual. You have the leveled workbooks. But if you read that storybook, I mean, I think it really gets your children engaged. But you know, um, oh, what's his name? Mark Twain. Mark Twain has this quote that says, I'm going to paraphrase it, no book is worth reading at six unless it's also worth reading at 96. And so I like to joke Very that this cool. book that, yeah, that we worked on together is for ages six to 96. You know, your six-year-old may not understand every single detail in the story, but they're going to really follow along pretty well. And the 96-year-old is going to, you know, just kind of keep up and just really enjoy kind of digging into this. And they might get, I guess, a higher level. And I think it's the kind of book, you know, my daughter, my children, they love hearing it over and over again. Because as they get older, they start hearing something a little different that they didn't get when they were younger. So 
because we've had this book around for a little while now because we've been working on it. So <laughs> very cool. And I really like that. Um, it, it just really explains not just that, but it's kind of an interactive, you know, like it has uh, things that the kids can think about. And, um, and so, you know, at, at the end, Evie's actually applying what she learned. So it's really great. And then you also have, um, you're going to have a membership site and that's coming as well as um, an audio book. You've got music that goes with this, um, the workbooks mm -hmm. that are at um, different levels for the kids, depending on if they're younger or, or older. And yet these are activities that um, a lot of them are similar, but they um, are at different levels. Uh, and so that information is going to be on your website, Paola, but I wanted you to give, you know, like just give some examples of some simple ways to teach. Like what are, um, just for example, something um, that's in your, your workbook that the kids, um, kind of like the outcome based, like what are they going to learn when they're done with this? Curriculum. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you three really quick takeaways. I think that I will be really useful for your for our listeners here. Um, the first one is to talk to your kids and tell them stories. Um, you know, in 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 the literature book, Evie and the Secret of Small Things, um, she really talks to Grandma and asks questions, and Grandma tells her these stories. And I think that um, just telling your kids about you know, any of the health decisions you're making that you think are really wise, talk to them about it. And um, so I think that's the first takeaway I have. I know that with my kids, you know, um, I've had, a, like, for example, a few weeks ago, I had the flu and I had the fever. And um, my kids came in and they saw that I was sick. And, you know, they, I think they brought me like juice and water. They're a little bit older. And um, I said to them, hey, kids, you know, I want to tell you that I'm not taking you know, these antipyretics like acetaminophen or ibuprofen because that forces their fever down and my body has a fever because it needs to fight this illness. And it is a little uncomfortable, but it's going to help me get through it quicker. It, um, you know, in my book, I, I cite different research that talks about how fevers kill cancer cells. And grandma tells a lot of this stuff to Evie. And I think it's just really important to talk and share with your kids about the real life that they're in and the health choices you're making. So that's my first tip, tip is to tell stories and talk and to be a little bit more, I guess, cognizant of the good things you're doing. Um, mm -hmm. The second one is, I'll give an example, you know, right out of my um, curriculum. And, uh, you know, I, I've talked about how all the assignments are leveled, you know, lower, middle, and older grades. So uh, it's um, three leveled worksheets. So one of the things I think we need to do better as adults, and we need to kind of give this skill to our children right away, is to learn how to research and learn about the side effects of drugs. Um, so for example, when a doctor prescribes a drug to you, one of the things you always ask your doctor is, okay, what are the side effects? And they might list a couple, but if you sit down and really do the research about that drug, or you learn about something called the number needed to treat, which is something we, we discuss in my, in my workbook for the older students, um, you realize that there's actually a lot more to this drug than just the side effects they're, they're you know, kind of casually mentioning to you at that visit. And so um, in the workbook, I have this assignment where um, each, each of the levels will research about or learn about side effects of drugs. So the younger kids, they get to read a drug label that has been really simplified. And, you know, instead of saying vomiting and diarrhea, it says 
you know, mm-hmm. puke. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of explicit, but you know, they, they have to understand it, you know, and they, and there's a little like outline of a human body and they can color the side effects of the drug on this human body to kind of visualize and see the side effects that are there. And then, you know, the, the middle age, they're going to have perhaps the original side effect labels of, you know, three different drugs, common drugs, like, you know, um, antipyretics, like acetaminophen. And so then they're going to do, because what happens sometimes is these um, doctors might prescribe three drugs at once. And so, so they kind of bring together all the side effects onto one person and color that in and um, kind of, they do a little summarization of what they've read. And then the high school students, um, it takes it to that higher level where instead of giving them the drug labels, they're, they're kind of taking that more adult stance where I give them the names of the drugs and they have to go to the internet, sit down and research, which is something we really should be doing as adults when we get prescribed these medications to understand what is it that we're really taking. And, and of course, there's times when you do have to take these medicines, but um, I just advocate for being informed and learning that skill. It should be like muscle memory. When you get prescribed a drug, you sit down and you learn about that drug and the risks and um, what kind of problems do people have with it? You know, because sometimes doctors think, oh, this is really uncommon, but then you go online and you realize, actually, this is a lot more common than perhaps is, um, is realized, you know? So, so that's one example of a leveled assignment where kids kind of learn about side effects. And then I think the very, um, the third takeaway one I would say is to learn homeopathy, you need to learn about those medicines and, and um, mm-hmm. what they do. And so there's this cute little Materia Medica project. Um, it's a culminating project at the end of the curriculum. And it's just a little booklet that has each of the remedies in there. And um, you cut it out and you, you kind of do some handicraft and you, you do book binding and sew it. Sew the little booklet together if you want. And um, you do, there's a little art project for each of the remedies. So Arnica Montana um, has um, an art project and belladonna and, you know, all those common remedies that we discuss in our curriculum. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. And it's really great because um, they can do as much or as little as they want to do um, within your curriculum and the book itself, um, Evie and the Secrets of Small Things. um, Mm -hmm. That in itself just teaches so much. Like I said, you know, like some of the, terminology of homeopathy, like the book, um, the Materia Medica, and terrain, and, you know, like treats like, or some, how, how is that? Because <laughs> I still struggle yeah, with that. That's right. You know, it, it just, it just explained, the way you explained it in the kids version, to me, made sense, even though a lot of the same words were used, but when you hear it in a novel, and you hear you know, there's grandma making, you know, chicken soup, and there's grandma talking about, you know, different types of food that are going to really strengthen the body. I think a lot of it's a lost art. We're so, you know, ingrained. I, I, homeschool moms, maybe not so much. I mean, most of us, you know, started out with our homeschooling arsenal of, you know, grinding weed and, you know, crock pots, and now everybody's got the Instapot. Um, you know, which is a glorified pressure cooker. And, um, and because I remember having a pressure cooker that was on the stove, you know, and those things were almost dangerous. But, um, you know, just, just things that we do, you know, I just made homemade soup this week. So I mean, I think that, that as 
um, you know, moms that really care and, you know, we, we do all of these things, but I think sometimes it's just such a missing um, piece. And one of the things I do want to say um, as, as way of disclaimer, if you have to go to the doctor, you go. I had a friend who had um, a growth um, on, it was a cancerous growth on her face and it would have been a simple procedure to just take it off. And, you know, she believed that the Lord would heal her and, um, you know, he would heal her and he could heal her, you know, through modern medicine. And then, you know, you would probably say, you know, she needed to take some other remedies and so forth. But the point is that there is a place for medicine. You break a bone, you've got to go to the hospital and get that and things like that. So you're not saying avoid everything. You're just saying here, like one of the things you repeated in the book that I just loved was grandma did things differently. And truthfully, she did things as they did it many years ago before they had all of the, you know, modern conveniences and medicines. And, you know, when you were talking about the homeopath and her son in college, that's when I got um, an overdose, so to speak, of penicillin, because every time you had a cold, you thought you had to go to the infirmary because either you had a test or you had something coming up that was major. And you're like, I can't get sick. And that's all they would dispense. And it was, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, that was, in the late 70s when I was in college, I'm dating myself here, but, but fast forward and I went to college to look at colleges with my daughter and um, this was three years ago, okay? And so, you know, we're well into the 20th, 21st century here and on the sign in the infirmary, because, you know, we we're getting a tour of the college, they, there was a sign that said, um, you know, come in for flu shots. And then there was something about penicillin. And I kind of nudged my daughter and, you know, like we were walking behind the lady who was taking us around and she kind of like looked at me and I pointed to it and her eyes just opened up because she knows that I, she knows the story of how I was given penicillin over and over again to the point that my eyes were shut and, you know, my roommate wanted to take me to the hospital and, um, you know, they gave me whatever the version of Benadryl was in the infirmary and it and watched me and it went away. Um, but, you know, I was getting to the point where anything, you know, then I went to the doctor afterwards and they're like, no, you can't take penicillin or amoxicillin. But do you want to hear something interesting? I have yeah. three boys and two girls. My three boys are all allergic to penicillin. Oh, the funny. first dose they ever got for ear infections, um, they blew up and they had the you know major rash and everything. So I just stopped giving it to them and then took them back to have it checked. And the doctor said, no, you can't give this to them and we'll just keep an eye on it. And then their infections actually all went away. And I asked a mom that had 10 kids that was a friend of mine. And I said, you know, hey, what do you do for ear infections? And she said, oh, you just take an onion and you chop it and uh, you boil it in some water till it gets translucent. And when that you take that onion water and you put it in a dropper and you drop, you know, make sure it's you put it on your wrist, you know, make sure it's warm, but not hot. And she used that as an antibacterial. And I did that from then on and never took my I mean, one of my kids. The doctor was saying, well, you know, he's probably going to have to have tubes in his ears. And we just kept an eye on it. And I'm not saying I didn't bring him to the doctor. I did. Um, 
And so he never had ear infections after that. And to this day, you know, I tell people, you know, it's just like you can use different things that are natural without having to resort to medicine. And this is a different way. Well, that's exactly it. So, you know, the Academy of uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics has updated their guidelines. I think they did this back in 2013, saying that um, antibiotics is not the go-to treatment for ear infections or, um, or you know, ear aches. And I think that's my point in the book. My point is, you know, there's a reason we're facing an antibiotic fallout in this world. <laughs> and trust me, we do not want to not have antibiotics anymore. They're very important to um, have for those, what I say, heroic, life-saving um, circumstances. I say that in the book. So we want to have that available to us. And I think it is by just um, routinely taking these drugs, not asking questions, not trying something else before, you know, it's like red light, green light, uh, red light, yellow light, green light. At the beginning of an infection, you're usually in that green light stage. And if it kind of continues and progresses, you're in the yellow light stage. Um, that's a really good time to employ holistic medicine if you didn't use it earlier on in the green light. Then of course, if you develop to like a red light stage where it's getting serious and you need something, that's the time for, um, for professional medical help, you know, but the problem is in our society, especially my generation, I'm, you know, about 35 ish right now. I think I forget my age. Um, we've been taught to go to the doctor when it's green light or yellow light at the beginning, or, okay. you know, to take a pill right. for everything. And, and that is why this book is encouraging. You know, when I wrote this book, Felice, I had a room full of people in my room when I would type it by myself, not literally in my mind, I had a room full of people. I had the mom, I had the little, little kid, I had the high school kid, I had the skeptical dad who thinks all of this, you know, natural medicine stuff is, you know, not real, <laughs> you know, and I, I wrote this book to the entire family and it's, it encourages you to ask questions, to think a little bit more rationally and to give you options. I think another really important element, I think that I try to dispel in this book is I think a lot of times moms will make choices on their children's health because they're scared, like fevers. Mm -hmm. Fever is a big, scary thing for a lot of, especially those young moms. And I know it was for me. I remember the first time my son had a high fever. I had, I was so anxious about it. I'm, I had diarrhea. Sorry, y'all. I did. I had diarrhea. <laughs> so anxious. And I just let his fever burn out. I let drink water. I gave him a homeopathic remedy for high fevers, which is belladonna, a wonderful remedy, one of my favorite ones. And it's like, he got over it and he didn't die. And I just, you know, in the moment, I was just so scared, consumed with fear. And so in, in my story, I try to kind of, if someone had sat with me and said, Paola, let me tell you what a fever is like. It comes and goes. It likes to cycle. If you're hydrated, you're fine. The first, you know, up to three or four days of a fever, you're good. You're fine. And kids usually get over it. If I had just gotten some basic facts, I think that fear would have reduced and mothering when I was a younger mom would have been much easier. And that's the purpose of this book. It's, it's to say medicine is wonderful. Use it when you need it. But guess what? A lot of the times you don't. And you can do things at home to take care of your, your illness and um, stay healthy. So that's wonderful. I'm excited um, for the book to come out. So you're looking, uh, this is actually February 2020, and you're looking for a, a launch in May 2020 um, or earlier if you get all of the pieces in place. And I know what a book launch right. looks like, so it's always one of those oh. crazy things. Um, so I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> yeah. 
And one other thing I want our listeners to know um, is we also have Homeopathy for Mommies, which is a podcast on uh, this Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Uh, So you'll want to check that out. And actually, it's a small community of people because, um, Paola, you actually know Sue Meyer and have met her. And uh, she she speaks very highly of you. So um, she's really excited about um, actually carrying this curriculum and uh, in her store. So that's exciting. Um, But again, find um, Paola. You're going to love the Facebook group. It's it's really cute. I get these um, these little notifications whenever I go on social media that you know I'm missing some great conversations over there, and I'll click over and I'll find out. You know, you guys are just you're so funny. What what you'll post, but um, you know it's it's really an interactive group. So that's P A O L A Brown's Homeopathy. Look for that on Facebook. Yeah, uh, we'll also have a direct link. Yeah, on the website. And then also your website is your name, uh, yeah. .com. So we'll have that also. Um, again, you can get the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for episode 394. And that's Simple Ways to Teach Health and Homeopathy to Kids. Um, I look forward to our next interview when we are going to be talking about um, uh, a little bit more about uh, using a literature-based curriculum uh, to teach natural health, uh, Paola. So thank you again for coming on and for writing this wonderful curriculum. I know it was a labor of love and very intense, and um, it's going to be such a blessing to so many moms. I really hope so. You know, that is my goal. I think you're absolutely right about following me on Facebook. I try to keep it very real and to share some great stuff. I mean, just this past month, it's, you know, February 2020, my son, Felice, he accidentally, and I'm, you know, air quotes, he accidentally exploded a firework in my living room, like the ones that shoot up in the sky, like big kaboom fireworks. So I went live on my Facebook. I showed pictures and told stories. And he really burned his hand um, pretty bad. And and I talk about what I used homeopathically. And it's too bad it happened just now, though, because if not, it would have probably made it into my book. But, you know, do follow me on Facebook. I keep it very real. I try and share, you know, really good stuff there for free. But, um, but yeah, I am also very excited about this curriculum coming out. And thank you, Felice. You've been an integral part of this support um you should have uh you know you you just really should have a gold star in heaven for for all that you've done it's been really great it's my first book you know when it's your first book that you're writing I mean I'm, I'm a college English teacher I've taught college for a number of years and um, before homeschooling and you know it's amazing how little you know when it comes down to it when you're writing your first book so I just thank you so much Oh, gosh, it's, it was a, a pleasure to work with you. Well, guys, again, find the show notes, follow Paola. You are going to love it. And until next time, we'll talk again. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone, Felice Gerwitz here. And I want to share with you something that is dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books, classes, and Bible studies. You may select the ebook bundle, the creation bundle, the premium bundle, or the forever bundle. 
Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money. Our packages begin at less than $10 and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.